0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs. Where tire buying is easy at GoToDobbs.com. Shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40 plus locations, get same day install for tires. It's Dobbs. For deals, you can use. Click on GoToDobbs.com now.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch.
0: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG.
1: Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires. Including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires. Plus, oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alongside Blues, former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, where we are happy to be joined by senior baseball writer for The Athletic, Jason Stark, joining us here on Ribs and BK. Jason, how are you doing today? <laughs> Brandon, Jamie, I am hanging in there. Are <laughs> As are we. So, uh, J- Jason, I'm going to leave this open-ended here. What the heck is going on with this negotiation? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I mean, I don't know about you. I've seen this movie a million times. Uh, for some reason, every baseball negotiation starts this way. Uh I keep reminding myself that at least for the last 25 years, they haven't all ended this way. And like, theoretically, that should create some hope. But if you take a step back and really think about where we are, two months ago, they hammered out an agreement. Two months later, they can't even agree on what they agreed on. (laughs)
2: That's like a good sign. i not that good to me. Yeah, well, Jason, a quick question on a follow-up to that is, you know, you look at the NHL and you look at the NBA and for the most part, everything's kind of been done behind closed doors, except for some announcements that look like they're, you know, co-announcement, joint announcements between the union and the leagues. But baseball has taken a completely different approach to where... The owners are leaking information to the media who are then allowed to run with it as they want. And then the players are responding already today saying that they'll have a public response by the end of the week. But they're already reporting that they want to play over 100 games and yada, yada, yada. My point is, why would baseball and the players union choose to put it out in the public rather than get this thing done behind closed doors?
0: You don't think it's working that well during this <laughs> <laughs> It's working swell. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's almost like they're each positioning themselves to point a finger at the other side if it falls apart. And uh, I, I would much rather have had the last public statement be some joint sentiment that these are extraordinary times. They require some level of joint sacrifice we want to play baseball. We're going to find a way to do that. Like that would have been so much more productive than this. But that's never the way it works in our sport, and um, it's frustrating. It's uh, it's painful to watch it play out. I-, I tweeted about this earlier today. That earlier this week, I had two people in baseball predict to me exactly how the week would go. <laughs> MLB makes a proposal. Ain't that Players trash that. Players portray themselves as angry. Then the union makes a counterproposal. MLB hates that. Owner is angry. <laughs> Another week's gone off the calendar. It doesn't mean that they can't figure this out, but even if they do at this point, have they already done damage to the sport? I'm starting to think they have.
1: Jason, the the end of your tweet is something that I want to kind of hone in on as well. We're talking to Jason Stark. He's a senior baseball writer for The Athletic. You mentioned one problem is time, and June 1st is in four days. This is something I'm sure our audience is getting sick of hearing me say, but I think it's really important. We talk about these deadlines, and I I feel like I've heard 17 different deadlines as to when baseball has to have a negotiation (laughs) done by. It's June 1st. It's June 6th. That's actually the 5th. Maybe it's the 10th. We're not really sure sure. Is there a real deadline for baseball right now? And if not, isn't that pretty significant as well?
0: It really isn't. You know, I I use June 1st just because I wanted to remind everybody that we're going to flip the calendar to June in four days. But June 1st is not a deadline. June 6th is not really a deadline. Even July 4th, which is the start date you've heard, is not a firm date. None of this is firm. Uh, The number of games is not firm. It all depends on how this goes. It, you know, we're just doing the math in our head, right? If start July 4th, have a three-week spring training, need some time to get all these facilities up to speed with all these health and safety protocols. If you do that math in your head, you know there's not a lot of time. There's like a week, but all of this could change. It could get bumped. That July Fourth could get bumped back by a week, by two weeks, by a month. Uh, they could play into October in the regular season. Play the postseason into November. They could play fewer games. They could try to cram in more games with doubleheaders. All of this has to be negotiated. So there's not a magic date, but there is a calendar, <laughs> you know. And every it feels like every day, every week goes by. It's just wasted time.
2: Now, the, the question I've got for you, Jason, is, you know, the owners proposed this this sliding scale, sliding pay scale to the players. It, one, obviously, the players don't think very highly of that idea. But do you think the players would feel differently if they had access to the owners' books in order to see whether what they're saying is true for loss of revenue or not? I mean, we talked about it earlier in the show, and I said, you know what, if I knew my team was struggling, maybe I would accept that offer, but until that point, the players are just going to say no, right? I would not spend
0: a lot of time trying to break down that proposal. Um, that, that's not going to happen. Right? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't waste five more minutes on it.
2: Damn um, it. Where but, were you yesterday when I was doing that?
0: I spent three hours on it yesterday, Jason. <laughs> hey, well, I'm glad you got through three hours of programming. That's important right now. But, I mean, what, what you described, Jamie, is really what Max Scherzer Tweeted. And let me ask you this. Is there really time for 30 teams to open their books and prove they're losing money? I don't think there's time for, the, for that and For and for the union to then go through all of these financials for every team. I just don't see that as realistic. And, I, I, I mean, that's part of the problem. But the biggest problem is neither side accepts the other's basic premise. The starting line of these talks for Major League Baseball is, we're going to lose money. Deal with it. And the starting line for the union is, we don't think so. We think even if you play before zero fans this year, you will still make money because of TV money. And there's a big, there's a huge canyon in between those two positions that they've got to try to find a middle ground on. I actually think that middle ground's out there. I've had people outline to me where they think it is. I don't know that those people are being listened to right now.
1: We're talking to senior baseball writer for The Athletic. He's Jason Stark. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at Jason, J A Y S O N S T. Jason, I kind of want to follow up on that because, to me, a lot of what we're talking about here is not even so much about the negotiation or the specifics of what's taking place right now. It's about the lack of trust between the Players Association and the owners right now. How much of this is just kind of an accumulation of everything that we've seen in recent years from baseball, maybe even more so than what we're talking about, really, of what this season is going to look like?
0: Um. I, I think that's an accurate description. This has been building. We've seen it in other ways and other arenas and other discussions. And it's really coming to a head now. Um, it's such a dysfunctional relationship. There's so much distrust by each side for the other side that, They lack this sense of common purpose. Now, I've actually been reading these quotes from Don Fear today. Remember him? Mm -hmm. He used to run the players' union and was feared and hated by the other side. And now he's running the hockey union. They're the first sport to get it done. And he said he's never seen a negotiation quite like this in 40 years of doing it because neither side came into it saying, they need to win. They recognize it's a situation that's out of their control to a great degree. They both feel a need to find a way to play, so they're trying to work together to make that happen. That's the way you would ideally like to see it work in every sport. Baseball has just reached a place where there's such a bad working relationship that they can't start the process that way, and it's really destructive.
1: Jason I I think this is the last question that I have for you what what do we expect from here like we are now as you said it's May 28th we're four days away from June 1st time is of the essence at this point there should be urgency are our owners actually going to want to play this season are are we going to get something done here in your opinion.
0: You know, every, I, I get asked this on every show, how optimistic are you? <laughs> you know, I, like, I, I don't know if I can use a word like optimism to describe this right now, but you know what? I, I also am, I, I'm realistic. And the realism in me says, this has to happen. You cannot drive your sport off this cliff. You look around, the NHL is going to play. The NBA, you know, is going to play. The NFL is going to play. You cannot be the only sport that doesn't play at a time like this. And what I actually think will drive this to happen is all the pressure, the public pressure from you guys, from me, from people in our business, from fans, from the public, and obviously not too far away over the horizon is the uh, politicians. What's the over-under on the first presidential tweet about this? I got tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I think he's got other things going on with social media right now that are the, the top tweet of his machine, head. Though. But uh, that, that seems about right. I'd probably take the over on, like, beyond tomorrow, but I think it's coming. It's definitely coming. Yeah, like, politicians love
0: this stuff. Like, there's no Republican side or Democratic side. You just weigh in. It's like the, the L.A. City Council voting that baseball should give both of those two World Series trophies to the Dodgers. No! <laughs> but it's a tremendous place for politicians to find themselves. And this is going to happen. It's like you saw all those politicians jumping in on the minor league battles over the winter. They will jump in on this if they think that it looks like somebody's being greedy and baseball's not going to play. I,
1: I guarantee it he's jason stark you can read his work in the athletic he's absolutely fantastic give him a follow on twitter as well at jason j-a-y-s-o-n-s-t jason we really appreciate the time today thanks so much for hopping on with us man all the best to you and your family Thanks, you, too. Uh, appreciate, being, appreciate being on. Thanks. Absolutely. That's Jason Stark joining us here on Rivs and BK on 101 ESPN. It's twelve fourteen. your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. I've got a lot I want to react to there. First of all, what Don Fear, Fear had to say, the quote that he read, I think that's hugely important for what we're talking about right now with baseball. And... I want to talk about this deadline because he said something about it that got me thinking about something else that refers to it. And I, why I think this is so important. We'll get into all of that. I want to hear Jamie's thoughts on it as well. We'll do it next on 101 ESPN.